הרי נימי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים של רנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפה הקדוש משבר ארצמה. או יבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן דבר מקו חוכמה. רבנו נחמן ומפגם את שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו על כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם תראה בישראל ניו סימן לצליחות הרן. לסן 106, also do God willing לסן 107. ברוך השם, some awesome things we're going to talk about especially in the first one. Uh, beautiful uh, conversation Rabbeinu had about the subject of faith, emunah. Emunah bechinat och. Emunah is the aspect of light. Kemoshe Katuv has is brought down in Tehilim. Ve emunatcha balelot. We say, Baboker chazdecha, ve emunatcha balelot. In the morning is your chesed, is God's kindness. And at night is your faith. Hashem's faith exists at night. And of course, Rabbeinu is saying that faith is the aspect of light. So to see at night, you need light. And what's that light? It's faith. Faith is what gets you through the night. It's the dark period. And we're going to get a little bit more into this. There's a type of faith which is created, which is built through the wisdoms, especially the wisdom of the Torah, right? A person can build his emunah through studying Torah and gaining lots of wisdom of the Torah. He then perceives God. And through this, the perceiving Hashem and seeing certain things, he has faith. And that's what gives him his faith. The fact that he studies the Torah, he sees the wisdom, he sees the greatness of the Torah. And then, uh, what do you call it? He sees a few things that Hashem does for him, maybe miracles. And um, he then attains faith. Hagam Shehutov, Rabbeinu says, and note, he, he notes about this. Even though this is good, with all that being said, and that's the main word here. The essence of faith, the true aspect of faith, the, true, the truth of faith. Is to believe in God without any miracle, without any sign, without any wonder, without any wisdom. That's the main thing. And this is something huge, huge that we're talking about here. Something tremendous that uh, Rabban was explaining about the idea of emunah. That emunah has such a, what do you call it, tremendous power to bring a person out of darkness, but it depends what type of emunah you have. Sometimes a person can have emunah that's depend on wisdom, you know, that you study Torah and then you get your emunah, um, or a, you need a miracle, or you need something, Hashem Yitbarach to show you something. But then there's the emunah that exists within the Jew, that each and every Jew has, he just needs to tap into it, and that's the emunah that he believes in Hashem Yitbarach, regardless even if he sees nothing, he still believes. And that's the dark periods we're talking about at Balelot, at night. Because to have emunah when there's miracles and things like this, this is one thing. But to have emunah when things are dark, when it's nighttime for you, and when the things aren't going to the, uh, to the best, uh, to, uh, according to the way you want them to, that's, of course, a much higher level of faith. And that's the essence of faith that we're talking about. To believe in Hashem without any miracle, without... Uh, relying on any miracles, wonders, without any wisdom. And this is the truth, this is the essence of faith in its entirety, in its perfection. And this is the aspect of light. And your faith is at night, as we mentioned above. And now Rabbanu continues. There's a wise person. Who's wise even in the wisdom of the Torah, meaning that when we say he's wise, he's wise because of the wisdom that he possesses in the Torah and holiness. But, but he has no faith in Hashem. He has tremendous wisdom, but he has no faith, he has no emunah. 
Those sages, they could be Talmudic scholars, they could be great people, those sages that, have, uh, that don't have faith, they're called Ba'ale Ra'atan. People who have Ra'atan. Ra'atan is a sort of disease that is mentioned over there in the Gemara Ketubot. Ketubot Dav Ein Zayin Amud Bet. This Inyan that mentions a, a sort of skin rash. This is one of the, um, the 24 types of uh, rashes that one receives on their skin. And um, we're going to see, explain a little bit more about it. And uh, to mention over there that, it's a, that it precludes marital relations sometimes. And uh, maybe it's identified with uh, syphilis. Nonetheless, um, this is a little bit of the research I saw, especially in the BRI version in uh, Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom. But nonetheless, this is um, a little bit of this idea, Ba'alei Regardless of what the disease is, those people, those wise men who do not have emunah, who rely only on the wisdom of the Torah and don't have faith in Hashem, they are called Ba'alei Ra'atan. People of Ra'atan. And we're going to explain why they play on the words. Ki mitid, because true wisdom, true wisdom, now Rabbanu says, now he's defining what true wisdom is. What is true wisdom? When it's combined with emunah. When you have emunah with a chokhmah, then it's true. Then it's emet. And that wisdom that's true with faith, is called sight, it's called vision. Kemosh HaKatub is brought down, look in, the, in Kohelet, in, uh, in chapter 1, verse 16. It's mentioned over there, My heart saw wisdom. My heart um, saw this concept of chokhmah, wisdom. And uh, here the seeing, of course, is this aspect of chokhmah combining with faith. Um, what do you call it? On the opposite side of this, on the other side. Corresponding to that on the, on the other side. Those wise men who don't have faith are called ba'alei ra'atan. Ba'alei ra'atan are uh, these people that have this sort of uh, almost disease. But we're going to say, explain why Ba'alei Ra'atan. Ra'atan comes from Ra'at, to see. But it's a damaged version. As Rashi says, that over there, what is Ba'alei Ra'atan? It's the idea of a person who has a worm in his mind. What does it, what does it mean to have a Sheret? A worm in your mind? Rabbanu explains this means to have impurity, to have heresy in your brain, in your mind. That deep down in your thoughts you have heresy, you don't have emunah. And as much wisdom as you might have in the Torah, your faith is tremendous, is so weak that, uh, yeah, your mind is const constantly uh, filled with doubts of heresy and uh, questions on Hashem. This is the Ba'alei Ra'atan. These are the Ba'alei Ra'atan. Those wise men could be uh, people supposed to be as Rabbanim and great people with tremendous wisdom who do not have Emunah. And these people are a very big danger, Rabbanu says. Utrichim le'achik me'anashim elu. And we need to distance ourselves from these people. We need to push ourselves far away from these people. To those people who are called We need to get out even of their neighborhood. Because their breath, just the air that emits from their mouth. It can damage an upright person to fall into the desire of sexual immorality. To come to show you how far it can go. Now Rabbanu explains why these people who are Ba'alei Ra'atan, these people with the Sheretz in their Mocham, these people with um, heresies and doubts in their mind, can actually cre uh, birth uh, sexual morality in the minds of others uh, through the air that they speak, and that they breathe, that, they, um, yeah, that comes out of their mouth. Because we know a holy union, holy relations come 
through the concept of that, it's created through the concept of that. That means consciousness, knowledge. But uh, as we're going to see in the verse, Kemosh Katuva is brought down in Bereshit chapter 4, verse 1. The Adam Yada. And man knew it, Chavajto. He knew his, his wife. What does it mean he knew his wife? That he was with her. That's what the idea is mentioned over there. That when it says a man knew, that Adam knew Chava, that it meant he went with her. So we see that Da'at is the thing that brings man and woman together. It's the thing that creates a zivug, that creates a, unit, uh, um, a marital relation. And those those wise men who are filled with heresies in their mind, that their minds are completely damaged and blemished, and they have a sheret they have a worm in their brain. Therefore, when they go with their wives, their union is is under the grasp of the evil forces, the husks. Therefore, these people are, they have fallen to sexual morality. This concept of noafim, uh, uh, this sexual um, promiscuity. Because ni'uf is dependent upon the eyes. We know that ni'uf is a reference, is reference to the eyes that we're going to see at the end, uh, in a few lines actually. As uh, Rabbeinu is going to bring this inyan from the Gemara in, uh, in Masechet Brachot in, uh, in Talmud Yerushalmi, over there, um, we're going to see it. Because this wisdom, this true wisdom that we talked about, which is the aspect of vision, sight, as we mentioned above, that true wisdom, wisdom with faith, um, is the aspect of seeing something. Uh, what does it say? My heart saw wisdom. <clears throat> so it mentions over there, uh, sorry, that, okay, of course, sight, that a vision represents the eyes. You cannot see without your eyes. So true wisdom represents the eyes. Upon these wise men, about these wise men who combine their wisdom with emuna, it is said about them, I have made a covenant with my eyes. As is mentioned over there in, uh, in Eyov, chapter 31, verse 1. But these bale ra'atan, these... Um, People who have this disease of Ra'atan, these people who have a, a sheret, a, a heresy in their mind, Hemnoafim, they're, uh, they're immoral people. They're sexually immoral people. And uh, because of that, if they're sexually immoral, then we know that there's a blemish in the eyes because that's where immorality stems from. This is what the say in the Gemara Barachot. You should not stray after your eyes, as is written in the parasha of Shema. You should not stray after, sorry, after your heart. This represents heresy. Straying after the heart represents straying into heresy, falling into heresy. When it says at the end of the verse, you should not stray after your heart and your eyes. What do they mean, your eyes? This represents This represents sexual morality. Do not fall into immorality. Because they are dependent on one another. Meaning what? Uh, we just explained that the eyes are dependent on um, that niyuf, that uh, sexual morality is dependent upon the eyes. Of course, if you damage your eyes, then you fall into this category. And um, of course, we just explained this concept of minut heresy that then leads into this concept of, um, of uh, what do you call it? <clears throat> of immorality. So they're all connected to each other. The eyes to immorality and then, of course, heresy into uh, sexual morality. But through wisdom combined with faith, 
this is how one is saved from this, uh, as we mentioned above. And this is a tremendous piece of uh, advice to all of us, that Bezrat Hashem, if we want to overcome our ta'avot, especially the nature of these uh, immoral desires, we need to have emunah. But um, we need to have emunah, we need to guard our eyes, but that guarding of the eyes begins with emunah, this idea of protecting our mind from heresies, from philosophies, from things that can damage our faith. And this is something very important to protect us from falling into the, um, the lusts of this world that can bring us away from Hashem. Siman Kuvzayn. Esther Benonitaita. Esther was of average height. Now Rabbeinu is going to explain why. She was not tall and she was not short. She was average. As is brought down in the Gemara Megillah, page 13a. Hainyan, the reason is like this. Over there in the Gemara Megillah, page 13b. Because Rachel Yaakov Avinu's wife was so modest, she merited that Shaul would come out from her, from her offspring. Shaul HaMelech, of course. The king, the first king of the Jewish people, the king before David. And because of the modesty that existed in Shaul, because Shaul was so modest and humble, he merited that from his offspring, Esther HaMelech would come. Esther the queen. And we say about Rachel, now we're going to connect the two ideas together. Uvrachel, it's mentioned about Rachel, it's brought down in the verse in Bereshit chapter 29, verse 18. Rachel bitcha ktana, Rachel is described as your little daughter. Key word over there is the inyan of haktana, little. Uv Shaul neman, it's written about Shaul. Mishichmo gavoha mikolan, mikolan ha'am. It's written over there in Shmuel Aleph, chapter 9, verse 2. That mishichmo. He was taller than any of the other people, of the other nations, of, uh, from the entire nation. He was the tallest one. So Shaul is the tallest and Rachel is the shortest. Uh, because Bitcha Ktana's little daughter is a reference to that she's um, Ktana, that she's small in stature. And Esther is the in between, between uh, Shaul and Rachel. She's the one that stands in the middle. Which is why the Gemara says that she was of average height. And Ba'uch um, Hashem, of course, there's lots of depth to that that even I, of course, don't understand. But uh, everything Rabban was saying is big is a big chidush. Aside from the chidush that he's bringing here to explain why she was of average height and how she was the balance between Rachel and Shaul, who were on both extremes of stature. Um, but uh, nonetheless, that's it for today. Bezrat Hashem. Continue next episode with lesson 108. Bizarre fashion.